Don't forget, the What Are You Doing podcast is now on every major podcast media platform, such as Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, and many more. From all of us here at the What Are You Doing podcast, thank you for listening, and let's get to the show. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another episode of What Are You Doing? This is another special episode of the What Are You Doing podcast called the Solo for Show Show. It's where me, your host of the regular What Are You Doing podcast, I just hang out and talk to you guys a little bit about my life, a little bit about what's going on in the world, and a little bit about the Five Facts Smackdown. That's five random facts from the internet, checked, double-checked, and triple-checked by me. But for the last few weeks, uh, it's been about a little bit over a month the young jp josh plapinski has been uh what's what's the word curating mm, no oops Oops. Don't try to don't try to sound smart when you're not has been finding the facts and and, and emailing them to us uh and i've been delivering them so the five facts smackdown and um well uh, oh, the What Are You Doing podcast is brought to you by SkyPrintLLC.com. Are you into getting stuff printed, dude? Like, if you need anything printed on anything, just go to SkyPrintLLC.com and just let them know, hey, I heard about this on the What Are You Doing podcast. You get 20% off all your purchases. They do t-shirts, hoodies. They do... Um, you can ask them to print you up a thousand flyers. You can ask them to do posters. Ho! Ho! Um, you can ask them to do basically print basically anything, anything that's customizable that you want your logo on or your band name on or anything like that. They can do it for you. That's skyprintllc.com. We are also brought to you by CBD specialist, CBD specialist in Madison, Wisconsin. CBD is one of those things that, uh, you know, you're like, ah, maybe, maybe I'll give it a go, you know? Maybe you're, you're like, I don't know about this, especially if you're a non-pot smoker. I get it. I'm a non-pot smoker, and uh, CBD was one of those things I was like, wasn't sure about. And then I tried it, and the first time I tried it, it wasn't that great. It wasn't that great of an experience, and the second time was great. It was just it was like, in that sense, it was like the first time I smoked weed. You know what I mean? Like the first time you smoke weed, you're like, oh, fuck this, all this fuck all this and then the second time you do it you're like this is straight but it doesn't make you high it just makes you if you have inflammation if you have anxiety it helps with all of those things and um it it, it it's really really good for you i think i don't know i don't know if it's good for you but i know it feels good and it helps it helps with a lot of things and um that's uh, Madison, Wisconsin CBD specialist. Uh, and if you mention the podcast, you get 20% off all your purchases in that store. And it, it, they're just a CBD store, and it's really, really cool. Now, let's get into the podcast with our terribly mouth rendered version of the What Are You Doing podcast theme song. Dude, does that I, all right? Does that sound like bass in the car? When I when I when I go into my car tomorrow, I'm just gonna check that one part because it sounds like bass in my head, like you know. And that's just me doing like a weird tongue roll. You know what I mean? I don't know if it sounds like bass in your car. Leave a comment on 
whatever you're listening to it on, I guess. I check a couple of them. I check iTunes. I check uh, Podcast Republic, and I check um, uh, uh, Spotify. If you're a Spotify listener, you can find the spot. It's so hard to find the spot where you can leave a comment. But either way, ho, ho, as you can tell, again, it's been a long weekend. Dude, I worked today. Like, what the fuck, man? Hey, it's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. I was, dude, I was at home praying, you know. I was at home just, I'm saying we ain't laying down night name praying, you know. And uh, I was just laying down <laughs> saying, you know, Lord, Lord, help me. Uh, it's been a long week and I'm glad for this time for rest. And I'm grateful for this time to, to rejuvenate and hello hey man can you come into work fuck fuck you know no i'm just kidding i was watching pokemon um i was dude I was, i'm re-watching the first uh season of pokemon starting from the beginning i'll probably watch the other seasons but um so every sunday morning this will be all right so me and my cousin nick used to wake up every sunday morning <sighs> and, uh, we would watch pokemon and uh so i'm doing it again and um uh, dude, it's not bad. Honestly, Pokemon is still kind of the shit. You know what I mean? Pikachu's pretty cool. Like, not the best sidekick. Could have picked something else. But it's a staple now, and it's whatever. But uh, I was watching Pokemon, and I got a call. No, no, no. Okay, they called me at, like, 7 a.m. on a Sunday. Hey, fuck off. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll come in, like, at noon. And then I hang up, and I go back to sleep, and I wake up, and I call back the number because i i got i had a missed call from him and i was like who is this and i was like i complete you know when you forget that you talk to somebody when you were sleeping and he was like yeah you said you'd be in at noon and i was like oh all right i guess i'm going into work at noon now so i went in at 1 30 <laughs> or like no it was like 10 to 1 i don't fucking know stayed for like two hours to help out with a couple things but still pissed me off dude i, I get two days off and I had to fucking, sorry, I had to get a glug. And I had to go in. So pissed. So pissed. Like, stop it. Hey, dude. Buy some knee pads. Don't call me ever again on a Sunday morning. Otherwise, I'll do, I'll, when I, in the middle of my prayer, I'd be like, please smite this person <laughs> for calling me in, in on a Sunday. Um, but it's whatever. Oops, my bad, dude. Oops. My bad. Did not know that my phone was still on, not silent. Eh, worst way to say that ever. So, check it out. So, <clears throat> I don't get much time to watch TV. You guys know that. I'm always working. I'm always hustling, trying to be a baller, right? And uh, so, every night before I go to sleep, I usually, I'm usually reading, right? I usually take an hour to read something, um, whether it's a book. Most of the time, it's a science fiction novel or something like that. Uh, so this month I decided, you know what, let's get some, just some, let's see what's going on, going on in TV. Couldn't find anything on Netflix that I like, so I rewatched Breaking Bad. And dude, that show is possibly the best show that's ever been made ever. And I know that's a hard thing to say, but dude, watching it from the beginning to end, dude, they got every character so right. Like Jesse's character is exactly that dude. I met that dude 
hundreds of times. I mean, he's a little smarter than those, those dudes usually are, but that's why he is who he is in the show. You know what I mean? And then, but like most of the dudes are like more like his buddies, his two buddies. Um, I want to call him Thumper, but his name's not fucking Thumper. I forget his name. Uh, uh, Brandon Mayhew is his real name, and I can't remember what they called him. Uh, and then the other dude, the guy that, dude, this dude, the the guy, one of his friends that they made look like complete dog shit. He like he's a uh, trained cl- on classical piano, and they did it in one of the episodes. And I was like, <laughs> what, dude? Because he's supposed to be like a super super meth head, and he's just like. <laughs> was really really cool but uh i started watching it again because i heard that there's a breaking bad movie coming out and it's true there is a breaking bad movie coming out with aaron paul now they're putting a lot of focus on aaron paul's character jesse i think that's his name uh jesse as the main character of this because jesse gets away right now we didn't see walt uh oh, dude, hold on. Oh shit, dude. I didn't even mean to not say spoiler alert. Well, either way, you know what? Whatever. If you haven't seen it yet, dude, it's your fucking fault, okay? If you haven't seen it yet, it's your fault. Now, here we go. Spoiler alert. Uh, we didn't see Walt die. I'm just saying, we didn't see him die. We saw him get all fucked up. But we didn't see him die. So what I'm thinking is they're putting all this emphasis on Aaron Paul's character. And he'll be in it for sure. But I think Walt is alive. And I think in my, I think that he got away with it. Now here's why. I feel like he might have gotten away with all the shit he did because. Okay, now spoiler alert. The guy who had him, where the place that he got shot at, or the place, that, yeah, you know what I mean? The place that he got shot at was a meth lab. Not his. And there was a chain to hook some, make, make someone stay there. So he might get away with it by saying, no, 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 no. I'm not the main guy. I'm just the dude that he made me he did, he made me make meth for him and he chained me here every day and threatened my family. That's just what I think is going to happen. Or at least that's what Aaron, uh Aaron's Paul Aaron Paul's character is going to do. That's just how I'm thinking, dude. But I think that uh Walt gets away with it and he's still alive. Not in good condition, but he's still alive. That's my that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking is going to be happening. You know what I mean? Because Homeboy, uh, they have a, that little picture. You know what I mean? And then also, like, Hank never went to the fucking DEA with all this shit. He only went to Gomi, and Gomi died. So nobody knows shit about what really happened, what really went down. You know? I don't know. That sh- Dude, that show is so unbelievably good. I'm happy I take. I'm taking a break from... Uh, my science fiction novels, because as many science fiction novels as you can read, I mean, you know what I mean? You might, sometimes you need a break. And Breaking Bad is a great break from that. I love fiction. I love, love, love fiction. I hate biography, autobiographical stuff. Like, dude, 
life is boring. You know, I dude, how boring history, dude, history, dude, boring. That's just how, that's just how I feel like, dude, Oh, this happened forever ago. And it's like, yeah, so what dude? And like stuff like that happens all over, all over all the time. Yeah. But he killed this dude. Yeah. Fucking people die. What? Who gives a shit? But then if it's a show, a bunch of crazy stuff can all happen at once. And it's really, man, I love fiction. I love fiction. Nonfiction can fucking buy some knee pads all day, dude. All day. Uh, oh, man. Okay, so here's here's something. I, I was having a conversation with a friend earlier today, and it just, you know what? I've talked about it on the podcast before, and I've preached about it myself, and I because I've lived it myself, and I've done it, and I've just recently forgot to do it, and it, it's... And it just kind of hit me because I said something out loud. Okay. A lot of times in when things come along in life, you, you have two options. And because everything gets hard, no matter what it is, no matter what you're doing, there's a point of it that's going to be difficult. If it's worth doing, there's a point that's going to be difficult. And there's going to be a point where you have to prove yourself in ways that fucking suck, dude. Like, it's it's gonna suck. You know what I mean? And you have to fucking... You have two choices. Either you can do the work, and it's gonna suck, and it's gonna be the worst, and you're gonna feel underappreciated, and it's you're gonna feel like you deserve more, and at the end of the day, you have to remember that you don't. At the end of the day, you have to remember that the world doesn't owe you shit. And... If you work hard enough, you'll get what you deserve. You will. It'll happen. You just have to work hard enough and you have to be patient. And you have to not get bitter and you have to not get complacent and you have to not uh you have to have to not stop pushing. Uh, there's been a, there's been times in my life where I've I've gotten upset about a situation so I quit. And uh I got complacent and I quit. And it, you, you, the thing about it is at the end of the day no matter what it is, even if, even if the situation is unfair, you have the ability to get yourself into a position that, that will serve you. You can do it. Is it hard? Yes. Is this going to be terrible? Are you going to feel underappreciated? Are you going to feel this and that? And the other thing? Yeah, of course that's going to happen, but that's what any, anything worth doing. That's what it is. That's what it's going to be like. And that's how it's always going to be. And there's nothing you can do about it. So other than work hard, you know, and I, like I was talking to a buddy today and I just said that out loud. I said either I have these two choices and then I remembered, oh my God, like I, I've already learned this lesson. I've already learned this lesson multiple times. You know what I mean? I've already acted on, uh, I've, I, when I was younger, I've already acted on these, um, types of things in neg in the negative way and I've and now that I've been older there's been situations where I've already I've already done the positive way of this you know what I mean not in the specific situation but I, I already know this lesson I've already learned it why am I acting like I don't um why you know and the thing is it, it it's because it's hard and it's because you don't see it when it's coming uh when when you get bitter and you get complacent about something you don't see it for what it is uh because you're so blinded by the fact that you're upset and um, 
and it, it's a lesson that I, I guess takes more than one time to learn. You know what I mean? And I'm happy that I did. I'm happy that uh, I was having that conversation with my friend at the time. And like, I just kind of, um, kind of remembered that for, for a moment and then realized, oh my God, I've been here before and I know how, how this goes and I know what to do. You know what I mean? And, um, it's just, so what I'm, I guess what I'm saying to you guys is, is simply if you're going, when you're in something, when you're doing something, you gotta remember that it's going to get hard. It's going to get difficult. You are going to feel terrible. You are going to feel underappreciated if you really, really want to be a fucking baller, dude. And that's, that's what separates the ballers from, from just normal, regular people. You know what I mean? The normal people that just, that just go in to whatever it is they're doing and they do what they do and they get out. You know what I mean? And, uh, they never end up going anywhere because they don't put in the real, real for real work. The stuff, the stuff that makes you feel like a bitch, dude. Here's the thing for every baller out there, for every certified baller out there, that's for real. That's a for real ass baller. They felt like a bitch a lot. You know what I mean? You feel like a bitch a lot. Because you have to get shit done that no one else will do. You have to do the things that no one else will do. And you have to do it with no, nothing's going to happen for a long time. So basically, like, let's say, let's say you have a job where, um, where you pick up dog shit. And then you also cut the grass. You know what I mean? Let's, let's say that's just your job, picking up dog shit and cutting grass. Now... The guy that comes in and just cuts the grass and kind of ignores the dog shit, but the grass gets cut. Nobody complains because the grass is cut. Nobody looks if there's dog shit there. You know what I mean? So he's good. He, he's doing his job good. People are thinking he's doing his job all right. You go, you go in and then you're like, well, fuck, dude. Like, the, you know, he's making this much an hour, but I, I want to make more. I want to, I want to, I, you know what? I want to be in charge of all these dog shit fuck people dog shit grass people and you're like what what can i do to do that you gotta pick up that dog shit that's just what's gonna what's gonna happen you gotta you gotta mow the grass and pick up the dog shit and you have to make sure that fucking garbage can is chock full of gar dog shit every single day and you have to let the boss see you dumping that dog shit every fucking day and he's never gonna say good job he's never gonna say anything until a day comes and a chance comes along and then he might back you up and if he doesn't then you just keep going and then someone will see you dumping that dog shit you know what i mean it's gonna happen it just takes a long time and it's a it's a lesson that i that i forgot that i had already that i had already told myself and i had forgot and i've already told you guys i've already I've, we've already talked about this before it's just uh it's just one of those things that's hard to remember and uh I experienced it today, so I figured I'd share it with you guys. Now, uh, let's see. How far are we? Oh, wow. Dude, this podcast goes by. This podcast. This podcast goes by so fast. So long fast. Uh, all right. It's time for the Five Facts Smackdown. Five Facts Smackdown. I guess we're getting smart now. All right. All right. It's time for the Five Facts Smackdown. Fact number one for the Five Facts Smackdown is the world's youngest parents were age eight. Oh, eight and nine. Oh, they lived in China and had their child in 1910. What? Oops. So 
an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old, dude, you know what? I call bullshit. Not a, not. I think the young JP did his research, but the thing is, I think some motherfuckers in China were trying to get away with some fucking hanky-panky that they shouldn't have been doing. I'm just saying. I think there's some pedophilia happening, and they're like, no, this kid did it. You know what I mean? That's how that feels to me. But if it's true, how the fuck does an eight and a nine year old get pregnant? Dude, I know, dude, I wasn't fucking splurging. When I was eight, wasn't splurging, dude. I wasn't swanging. You know what I mean? I never even even came close to thinking about what even sex was, dude. You know what I mean? That seems a little fishy to me. It seems a little fishy to me. But that's a crazy fact. I just got a message on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> fact two for the five facts, Macdon. More than 50% of the world's population has never made or received a phone call. Dude, what? Huh? Really? Huh? What? What? Who? Who? Like, I don't even... Wh who? Who the fuck has not made a phone call? Here, make one. Dude, I can't imagine, I've made more phone calls in my life than I think I've sh taken shits, dude. I'm dead serious, because I make more than, one uh, more than one phone call a day. Sometimes I shit twice a day, but I make more than one phone call a day for sure. Who are these people? And why are they, why are they not being regular people? Hey, be regular people. It's, that's weird that you've never made a phone call. I think I think because there's still a ton of old people. Like if you're like 90, did you even have phones? When was the fo first phone made, dude? Extra, dude. Here, here comes an extra fact. When was the first phone made? 1876. Oh shit. Okay. All right. So. Oh my God. Hey Google, don't need all that. Don't like history. Told you that already. I just wanted to know when the fucking thing was. Jesus. So 1876. Wow. That was. That was like over a hundred years ago. <laughs> that was like over a hundred years ago. So no, there's not anybody alive that wasn't around for the first phone. But I'm sure it took a while to get around to like being in creeples. Huh? Oops. Oops. In people's cribs. All right. 1876 was the first phone. There you guys go. Fact three for the five facts smackdown. American Airlines saved 40,000... American Airlines saved 40000 in 1987 by eliminating one olive from each salad served in first class. I mean, dude, that's baller shit. I'm just saying, dude. Okay, the, so this this is the kind of shit that people do when they're in, manage, in management in certain types of areas, especially food, especially food. My dad used to be a manager at, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Olga's Kitchen, and then he was a part owner at um, Chuck E. Cheese 
for a long time. And dude, he would make decisions like that and save them bank, bro. Bank. And I took, dude, so I took, so I used to work, I used to be a manager at a Pop Murphy's, right? So I heard the story about my dad. He was working at Chuck E. Cheese and they were like trying and okay, so his cooks needed more money, right? They didn't, it, they weren't making shit. Like they were making like really bad money. And from up above, from the, you know, the corporate or whatever, they're like, nah, we can't pay him anymore. Not happening. So what did my dad do? He, he he looked at the budget, seen where some of the stuff from the budget was going, and was like, you know what? What can I do? What can I do? Because these guys deserve more money, and they're busting their ass. What can I do? He looked at, he was looking at stuff that he could, he was like, maybe I could do this, maybe I could do this. It ended up being, they had double-ply napkins, right? <laughs> it's so crazy. They had double-ply napkins in all their fucking napkin things. And then what he ended up doing was just switching the double ply napkins for single ply double folded napkins, bro. Saved them tons of money and gave his cooks raises with that money. Dude, I mean, I don't have a button for that, but that's baller right there, dude. Now that's, dude, that's what you do when you're a boss, dude. That's what you do. So then when I was at Pop Murphy's, I did the same thing. I did the same exact thing. They were like, my uh, my assistant manager was like, hey, because dude, we were making, like I think I, I was working 50 hours a week and I was bringing home like 450 bucks a week for 50, 50, it was terrible. And I think that was before tax, like oops, dude. I mean, I was 18, so whatever, but I was a, I was a manager of a, the whole fucking store. Nobody else was my boss. So then my assistant manager was making like, 750 or something so i was like i know what to do let's check out our napkins <laughs> and um i i emailed the boss i was like dude this is these these paper towels paper towel these paper towel are like 10 times cheaper i ordered one from cisco already literally you can't tell tell the difference other than the fact that the um the rolls are like a quarter of an inch less than the rolls were for uh the ones that we already had but other than that like it's literally the same shit different brand or whatever but who cares she was like wow okay and i was like by the way also all that money we did we were just talking about how i would be saving you that money right there what about giving uh homegirl a raise and she was like okay you know what i mean immediately she just got done we just got talking done talking about saving money i asked for this girl to get a raise get gave it to her and I was like, who knew that napkins and toiletry would 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 just keep working that way? You know what I mean? My my the the old pops did it, then I did it, and I was like, bet, dude. You know what I mean? I'm sure it won't work again, but in the in the restaurant industry, that's the kind of stuff you have to think about because that's all you that's you use that all the time. When you're eating greasy pizza, dude, napkin, napkin, napkin. You know what I mean? It's just weird little things like that. And that's when you think outside the box. Now, I'm not taking credit for that. Obviously, old Pops, uh, that's his, that's credit for him. But that's thinking outside the box. How can, how can I help my, my employees and then also, you know, help, help what's going on? Thinking outside the box, looking, you know what I mean? And stuff, I don't know. It's, I thought that was really, really cool. And I learned a good lesson uh, when I when I heard that story. He didn't even tell me that story. One of his employees did, 
because they were uh, so excited about it. It was very cool. It was very cool. Where are we? Um, oh, the, but I like, dude. I mean, I'm sure American Airlines would do something like that, and that's forty grand a year, bro. Duh. Um, fact four for the five facts smackdown: The United States has five percent of the world population, but twenty five percent of the world prison population. I mean, Oops. no shit, dude. No shit, because I'm not sure if it's if that's good or not. Now there are people in prison that shouldn't be in prison. 100%. But the thing about it is if you go to Mexico, dude, and no offense against Mexico, but like there's criminals around. You know what I mean? Like in America, yeah, there's criminals around, but a lot of people that do criminal activity go to jail. Now, if you go to like Mexico or definitely South America, dude, oops, dude. There's just like oh, dude, uh yeah, dude, I killed somebody last year. Really? What the fuck? Yeah, I just I I had to like it was a, it was a thing, and you didn't go to jail. Not what? No, j- j- jail? What are you talking about? How'd you kill him? Shot him? In the daytime? Yeah, right in the daytime. Yeah. Wait, what? How'd you not go to jail? I don't. There's who? Who's gonna? Why? Who would do that? Who would put me in jail? I don't understand. Cameras? Who could? Like a can? Like a camera? We don't have cameras here. We just got the first camera phone. You know what I mean? Shit like that, dude. It's like, so I'm, what I'm saying is like, I believe that we have more people in jail, but we also have, I would say that we have less open crime. We have more behind the scenes kind of crime and it keeps keeps the regular normal people kind of out of crime sight. You know what I mean? Most normal, regular people that just go to work and come home, they can live like a relatively okay life. And they're not going to get robbed or shot for no reason. You know what I mean? So I believe that. I believe that. Uh, fact five for the five fact smackdown. The pharaohs of Egypt were believed to be literally divine. The world pharaoh itself means great house as in the house of God. In fact, King uh, King Pepe II, I think, oh, King Pepe II, so I'm guessing King Pepe II. That should be a rap name. King Pepe, uh, who supposedly ruled for 90 years. I mean, oops, dude. Oops. Nobody lived that long back then. Um, thought so highly of himself that when he was bothered by insects, he would command that one of his slaves be covered in honey to lure the flies away from himself. I mean, dude, talk about certified baller, dude. Hey, <clears throat> come here cover yourself in honey so that the bugs bother you and not me thank you and the guy just stands there can't say shit can you imagine that you just you're covered in honey standing like 10 feet away from the king and just bugs keep going and the king's just sitting there eating, getting people to feed him grapes. Which, by the way, I guess wasn't a fucking thing. I just heard recently that that wasn't really a thing. Because they didn't have grapes in the region at that time. I don't know if I believe that because the guy that told me it was a super stoner. Nothing wrong with stoners. But, like, there's a difference between someone who just smokes weed all day, all day and all the time. 
and then but then also the kind of person that smokes weed all day and all the time and like talks like this man and then like they, they they obviously don't shower for whatever fucking reason you know what i mean like that kind of thing and it's like you know 42 and skateboarding everywhere you go i mean Hey, it depends on where you're at, though. Because if you're like San Francisco, somewhere in California, you could skateboard everywhere and be and be this or that shit. But I, here it's a little weird. But um, that's five. That's a five facts smackdown. What to five that smackdown? I guess we're getting smart now. That was a good episode. I I enjoyed it. And maybe it wasn't like you um. As funny as some of the other ones, but I had a couple things I had to say, and you know what? I said them. You know what? I said them. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and just um, remember to share the podcast if you can. Like, if you can remember to share it, it'd be great. And I'm really, really still enjoying doing it so, so much, and I really, I just want more people to hear it because we have such a good time here, and uh, it's goofy, it's fun, it's informational. And it's it's a really good time. So, you know what? Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay cool. Stay kind. This was the What Are You Doing Podcast.